0: Hi, I'm Max.
1: And I'm Skylar.
0: Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about.
1: And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show.
0: But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences.
1: Which is why we created this podcast.
0: Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits.
1: We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits.
0: We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers and credits get the credit they're due. All right. Chip chiparu kids who don't like sleeping over at their friends' houses.
1: <laughs> okay, I did screenshot a tweet that I want to talk about because of this episode. Can we just start there?
0: Yeah. Okay. Do it.
1: If you were always the first one to wake up at a sleepover and had to sit around awkwardly for hours pretending to still be asleep so you don't have to make small talk with your mom's friend while you wait for them to wake the fuck up, then congrats. You're now an adult with anxiety.
0: Yes. With your friend's mom, not mom's friend. Oh, right? dyslexia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, with but your friend's mom.
0: Yeah, your friend's mom. You said yeah. mom's friend, and that's that's funny, too. <laughs>
1: But a, they were, were having a sleepover, they had a sleepover too. You need to
0: make awkward conversation with your mom's friend.
1: Okay, so this was you.
0: Yeah, we'll get into all the sleepover stuff. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to jump right into it.
1: Okay, so when I said, "Can we jump into it?" and you were like, "Yeah," oh
0: yeah, but it's there's so much to discuss about the episode. Okay. okay. we've got a little, uh, we've got a few things to do before we talk about the episode. All right.
1: Well, you peanut butter, be ready for this week's episode. Because, uh, someone's going on a diet and it ends with, uh, uh, crying into a jar of peanut butter.
0: Oh, I thought you said his name ends with X and starts with Al.
1: <laughs> that too. That's true too.
0: Um, uh, we can do Bob pun or Max pun first. We can do whatever you do first, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that thing is that you do that I don't know that we do every week.
1: Let's do, uh, Max pun or Bob pun.
0: Okay. We are going back to the original this week, Burgers. Oh, good. Are you ready for your first pond?
1: I like that you've gone back to Burgers this week because it goes very well with my Skylar sides this week.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. I love that teaser. I am ready. Okay. The Freedom of Choice burger comes with bok choy. Bob's. Yes. Okay. You Here were trying to trick
1: me because you love bok choy and you knew that I knew that.
0: Your next pun is citrusing on the dock of the bay. Max. Yes. Here we go. Your next pun is grits the end of the world as we mango it. Max. Yes. And your final pun is drum roll, please. A shakshuka to the system burger. Max, yes! Oh, she did it! She did it! She went four and zero, folks. It's been a long time. I think last week you went oh and four. It
1: was horrible, and the week before that was horrible too. See,
0: you got to get back on that horse, people.
1: Yes, let's try this be a again. lesson to you. Yeah,
0: look at her; she's a champion.
1: Every time I go four and zero, I see Kevin McAllister running with his hands up in his air, in the air.
0: Oh, I. We should record you doing that next yeah. time. That's great. Yeah. Good job. Have I'm we talked about
1: the time that my mom was here for the holidays and we left you because, well, you told me that we needed to leave more often because we were too overwhelming to you. Um, <laughs> but when a, we I but the
0: exact words I used, <laughs> too.
1: But we were gone and Max recorded a whole Home Alone skit on his phone and then presented it to us at the end of the day
0: (laughs) yeah if i can find it i'll post it in the carousel but i don't know if i can find it and but uh yeah i did the whole like hello aunt georgette uncle frank but i used your names and like
1: it was so good your mom had a
0: dog named misha at the time and i called him uncle misha
1: (laughs) yes and then you did like buzz's trunk Because we have, like, a trunk at the end of our bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And the picture that made me go, like, Buzz's girlfriend, Wolf, was a picture of me when I had bleached hair as a teenager.
1: That's what we should post. (laughs) Yeah. That is what we should post.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's good stuff.
1: Are you ready for Skylar's Sides? The fun facts before the fun facts.
0: Dish it, girl. I've missed doing that. It's been a couple weeks now.
1: It's so fun. Yeah. Also, dish it, girl is very appropriate for this fun fact as well. One of the people that inspired our dear, beloved, father of the year, Bob Belcher.
0: Of course.
1: All right. I'm very excited about this. I'm probably going to make you watch a documentary because of this fun fact. But H. John Benjamin recently did an interview with Cracked And he revealed one of the people that inspired not Bob's personality, but his chefiness and his menu and his attire. So before I get into the details that specifically inspired Bob, I want to introduce you to maybe one of my favorite people that I have never met. H. John Benjamin revealed that Lauren spoke to him about Kenny Shopsen, when developing Bob Belcher. And if you're not familiar, which I wasn't, Kenny...
0: That's your dad's name.
1: I know. Isn't that so sweet? Yeah. Kenny Shopson is an iconic, eccentric restaurant owner, diner owner, just Shopson's in New York City. So the New York Times said anytime time he was described, eccentric was paired with him. So he was this foul-mouthed diner owner, and he was really eccentric. He had rules. You were not allowed to come in with a party bigger than four, and he would kick you out. He
0: Sounds like the soup Nazi from it, Seinfeld.
1: Totally. I wonder <laughs> if that's who inspired them. It um, might have been. He was not shy about kicking people out. He had a rule that you were not allowed to say, like, I'll have what she's having. Not because of when Harry met Sally. Just he's like, you literally can't think for yourself. He would kick you out for that. But where Lauren Bouchard took inspiration from was in H. John Benjamin's words is that The food was elevated there. It was known for having like one of the most, the largest menus ever. At one point, there was 900 menu items. In fact, he would hang the menu on the door to dissuade people from coming in because he did not want tourists to come. He didn't do press because he he wanted nothing to do with tourists. But as H. John Benjamin said, he was a chef in cook's clothing, which is exactly what Bob is. And he had this very eccentric menu, blisters on my sister's <laughs> was oh, a dish, okay. slutty pancakes, which were pancakes stuffed with peanut butter, Ooh. just fun names. But his food was elevated above diner food. And he had such a passion for the food. So the burger of the day was very much inspired by this just like way too large menu. And this person that really loved food took pride in their cooking. And there's actually a documentary called, I think it's I Like Killing Flies, about Kenny, and I really want to watch it now. Oh,
0: yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, I'm excited to. That's awesome. And I love that. That was an inspiration because one of the special things about Bob's Burgers is that Bob is an amazing chef. And that's not the reason Bob's Burgers is successful. It has nothing to do with his abilities as a chef and... I love that he's not, like, a crappy chef, you know?
1: Exactly. That was really important to Lauren, is that he takes pride in his trade, and he actually is very good at it.
0: I love that. Me too. What a great Skylar's Sides. Should we get into this episode?
1: Let's do it. We've
0: been waiting for it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 8, Episode 13, please?
1: The title is Cheer Up, Sleepy Gene. Gene has his very first sleepover. It's not great. And then it gets really not great when Alex convinces him to run away with him. Luckily, they turn to Gene's good old sisters to help them sneak back in. Meanwhile, Bob and Linda record themselves sleeping to uncover who the real snorer in their bedroom is. Spoiler, it's both of them.
0: This episode came out on April 8th, 2018. Now, here's something interesting. Normally, I just say the writing directing credit, but we kind of have a long writing situation here. Ooh. The teleplay, which I believe is the actual script, Mm -hmm. was written by Holly Schlesinger. Okay. But the story is by H. John Benjamin and Holly Schlesinger. Okay. So he was involved, but I think Holly Schlesinger just like wrote the actual script. Nice. And it was directed by Tyree Delahaye.
1: Love it. I think that's super common that someone else works on the story.
0: I don't know if we've seen that on Bosbergers before. I think that might be the first time we've had like a teleplay situation, but I don't know.
1: Super interesting.
0: Big character introduction in this episode. We meet Gene's good friend, Alex, who apparently Gene knows from Jim pretty much and has always kind of gotten along with him and Jim, but they've never taken their relationship further than that.
1: It was just a big step. Yeah. I have to say, it was really nice seeing Gene bonding with someone outside his family. And, like, is there anything that bonds you more than hating PE together?
0: Oh, no. If you can find that person and yeah. you guys can figure out how to get out of P.E. together, it's the best.
1: Do you want to know what the bad, bad girls in my grade did during P.E.? No,
0: what? We. <laughs> I have, mean, I do. Yes.
1: We had these, what are they called? Barometers? I don't know what they're called. But I guess we had to wear them and we could stop when we hit a certain amount of steps in P.E. Really? Wait, now that I'm saying this, it's like really weird.
0: It's super weird.
1: Okay, so they went into the bathroom and they shook theirs until they hit the steps. And oh, they, that's great. They got in such big trouble and I was like, wow. Wow. Those are bad girls.
0: Oh, my God. Does that work on...
1: Cell phones? Modern technology? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Tell me how you feel overall about this episode.
0: I feel, as we've teased, so much for Jean. Mm. Because sleeping over at a home that is not yours is can be both the best thing and the worst thing at the same time, or either mm. one.
1: I don't know that it's ever been the best thing.
0: I don't know either for me. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that I always... Was jealous of everyone else's cupboards,
1: cupboard. Oh, you like their food cupboards. Oh, a their pantries, men. Yeah,
0: they always had so much better like cereals and and snacks and treats than my house had.
1: Why? I feel like you would have had like such a fun cupboard.
0: No, my 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 parents were very big on like, or my mom was very big on like no like sugary cereals and stuff like that, and that was like. When I went to a friend's house, I was like, oh, my God, Lucky Charms. Are you kidding me?
1: Do you think that was like the L.A. diet culture in your mom?
0: Probably. Okay. In the the 80s. Or
1: was it like a health food craze?
0: Probably both, especially in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s.
1: Mm. Yeah, sugar and like fat was a big deal in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Never had a gusher in our house. Never. I I yeah. mean, that That. That was sacrilege.
0: Yeah. Um. And sodas all over the place.
1: Oh, no way. Every kind of soda. No way. It was the walk-in cupboards. For me, I was like.
0: Yeah, I never had what? one of those. Why do
1: you walk in and the family size goldfish? I wasn't even allowed goldfish.
0: Yeah. Let those are phenomenal.
1: Carton. I need to buy a carton of goldfish for us. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love goldfish. <laughs> I would love to know from y'all if you want to comment on our Instagram post. It'll be like our little secret. Like other people will be like, why are people commenting 90s snacks? But I want to know on our Instagram post that's up right now, what snack were you jealous that other kids got to have that you couldn't have? Like at their house. I
0: love that. There was always one. Gushers is a great one.
1: Gushers. Any any of those
0: fruit snacks. Yeah. Those were...
1: Wait, something's coming to me. Otter Pops. Do you remember, like, they weren't wax bottles. They were straight sugar and you, like, drank it. Oh, yes. Pixie sticks. No. (laughs) Okay, they were plastic. And then you had to twist off the little bit.
0: Yeah, and it was just sugar water. Colored sugar water. Yeah.
1: Wait, what were those? I don't
0: know, but... We'll get they some were
1: delicious. Of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to sleepovers. Tell me about it.
0: That's the fun part of sleepovers like it, but the sleeping part is the worst because you're in a place that is not your home. There's all new different types of noises. There's different types of like shadows.
1: Oh my God. Uh,
0: usually your friend can fall asleep quicker than you. At least that was my experience. My friends always fall asleep. Yeah, they're in the comfort asleep.
1: of their home. Yeah.
0: And then I'd be awake and just terrified. And one friend I had, I remember this perfectly because I spent plenty of nights there, but they had this like long hallway that connected. The bedrooms were on one side of the house and then like the kitchen and like living room were on the other side of the house. And this long hallway connected them and in the hallway, in the entryways on both sides, they had these like scary like masks from around the world. And if I ever wanted water in the middle of the night I had to walk down the scary hallway which so I never got water in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know, I was I just about to it. say,
1: no way. It, it was
0: ter- they used to terrify me, these masks.
1: That sounds so I scary. I hated
0: it. But yeah, I hated the like not sleeping in my own place and my friends sleeping before me, and then if I woke up before I had to like wait for them to wake up
1: It's so horrible. In the comment section of the tweet that I read, there was a woman that said, I'm now the mom that pretends to stay asleep so that I don't have to hang out with other kids' children before my own child gets up.
0: That's hilarious. It's so funny. That's great.
1: I think this episode, one, they nail when Tina explains what sleepovers are going to be like. She's like, you will watch a PG-13 movie. You'll brush your teeth with toothpaste you don't need. Hilarious montage. And then they nail it again when he gets over to Alex's house and he's like, what is this food? What is this dishwasher procedure you have? What is this documentary we're watching? It, it just, I felt that age
0: all yeah, over again. it's so weird to see another family's routine
1: I was petrified of my friends' fathers. Petrified. Oh, yeah.
0: Dads were scary.
1: I don't know if it was like Texas or the, the 90s, but damn, they were scary. Yeah,
0: dads were always scary. They
1: just like came home from work. E- ugh, and like, where's my dinner? It was just like, and they didn't have to like properly say hello to you. You just felt like you were like this blob floating around in their house.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely had that experience with dads as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. If it was like dads, like that, I didn't really know. Yes. yes. Like if you're staying at like a friend's house from school that you've never like not the ones you kind of like grew up with and they know yeah. you, but yeah, yeah. Dads are scary for sure.
1: Bob Belcher's like the best. No,
0: Bob was great at the sleepovers. Yeah. He's taking the girls home when they want to go home. Oh yeah. Did you ever have to get picked up or taken home from a um, sleepover?
1: I had a. When I say I was the anxious kid, I was the anxious kid. I had a code that I would call my mom and tell her a joke, which is like so stupid. Like obviously they knew and she knew that she would call and say, Skylar has to come home.
0: Oh, that's kind of sweet though.
1: (sighs) I just had so much anxiety. I hated it. So I really feel for Jean. So you like this episode and that you identify deeply with it, but how did you feel about the episode as a viewer?
0: I loved it. I think Alex is a great new character. Yes. Um, which, by the way, let's talk a little bit about Alex real quick here. He, in this episode, was originally, he's voiced by Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. He's also like the improv partner of oh, Ben yeah. Schwartz. Yeah. But is that the
1: one I don't like?
0: Yeah, and you're not the only one because he's since then had some pretty serious sexual misconduct yeah. allegations. So he no longer voices Alex. Oh, really? Yeah, there were a lot of stories that were going around, and it clearly was enough to recast Alex. Wow. So Thomas Middleditch is Alex's voice for, I think, like another two appearances. Okay. But then starting in season 12, he is replaced by a man you and I both love, Paul (sighs) Rust. Um, Oh, my
1: God. That is like the glow up of the- Freaking century. Yeah,
0: Paul Rust seems like the biggest sweetheart. For those of you who don't know Paul Rust, he's done voices on this show before, but he also voices Ham on the Great North. And he hosts one of mine and Skyler's favorite podcasts with Gorley and Russ, where they kind of like go through horror movies, but they're like very like Jill. calm and relaxing. Yeah. They are. He's wonderful.
1: So lovely. Yeah. They're so lovely.
0: We love Paul Rust. And I think that's a great choice for voicing Alex moving forward.
1: And I think their podcast inspired ours a little bit. Oh,
0: absolutely. Like
1: we liked that they were okay to go on tangents. We liked that they felt very much themselves, like they weren't trying to be anybody else. So this is very exciting. Yeah. if if If
0: you like horror, even just a little bit. Yeah. Go listen to some with Gourley and Rust. Yes. So that's the scoop on Alex.
1: I love hearing that. I love how intense some fans can get about revoicing. I'm not talking about the political aspects of Jimmy Pesto. It's like revoicing Mickey was like a really big deal. I mean, Lauren Bouchard's fault because he voiced him in one episode and everyone was like, what just happened? Um, But I love that like, Nobody
0: noticed. I definitely didn't. And maybe that's because uh, Alex's appearances are so spaced out and yeah. that they have very, like, kind of like similar cadences. I'd oh, that's say cool. Paul Rust and Thomas Middleditch. Whereas Bill Hader is very a uh, very specific voice. Yeah. And to try and, like, imitate it when but you're not would we an impressionist. Have known?
1: Because they revoiced him for the movie, I believe.
0: They did, but they got someone who was better at kind of like doing a Bill Hader esque voice.
1: Well, no, that's the point of revoicing. You're not yeah. going to revoice someone who doesn't sound like them. You know, I think it was a bit a fast production decision, and Lauren Bouchard says he regrets it. But if that hadn't have happened, everyone would have been chill and calm because no one would have noticed in the movie. It's just that it became a thing.:
0: Yes, that's true.
1: OK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. <laughs> but I love that Gene's biggest fear is that he's not going to fall asleep and mm-hmm. he's going to be up all night, but he doesn't realize that Alex has his whole plan. And that's even worse. Like Gene thinks they're getting to sneak downstairs to get some food. Hell and yes. all of a sudden he's taken outside to run away, which is even worse than Gene's other fear. He doesn't want to be doing this. It's he horrible. D- yeah.
1: It's horrible to drag someone into that. I have one, I think. I think one qualm about this episode. Tell me, like you, I really love this episode. Um, I love the sisters helping Jean, and I really liked Alex's and his friendship. Alex's stupidity almost overtakes the episode for me. Like it, it outshines the the problem that he's put them in is like bigger than the ep- like too big for the episode. Does that make any sense at all? No, I'm not sure
0: what you're trying to say about it. Like, he's
1: Gene. Gene just had to be so in the background because what he was doing was like so horrible. It was really bad to put a friend in that position. So, um yeah,
0: I agree. And Alex has clearly been planning this because he built the whole place. It's very unfair to Gene, but makes for a funny. Television show concept, yes, and yes, I love the girls coming in and saving the day because honestly, if you need help and your gene, of course you're going to call your older sister and your sister, your younger sister who knows how to plan
1: and pick locks.
0: Yes, which by the way, we first learned about Louise's lock picking hobby. Yes. way back in season one.
1: Wow, bed and breakfast
0: episode seven, and that's also where we first learned about Tina's thrashing. And we see both of those things we in this episode. We sure do. That episode was written by Holly Schlesinger.
1: Oh, I love it. So, like, writers have like their things that they can bring back into episodes.
0: Yeah, because they probably remember it. I mean, better. I, than- I feel like Tina Slash uh, thrashing has been in plenty of episodes, but uh, not necessarily the lock picking. But yeah, Holly's like, oh, I remember. I wrote yes. this in. Let's yeah.
1: I love that. Can we play one of my favorite? tina moments from the a story here yeah it's when they're leaving alex's house
0: how long do i have to keep doing this
1: you know what
0: let's rub a bunch of peanut butter on the floor and just get out of here okay bye donut i'll never forget you don't change
1: that's it i thought it was so funny and random and it was like a quiet humor that i thought was so tina and so funny i also talk like that to dogs like in my head
0: oh i talk to (laughs) dogs like that Outside of my head.
1: Yeah, (laughs) For sure. So I loved that.
0: We got a little glimpse while we were finding that Uh clip there of uh, Alex's mom. Yes. Alex's mom is voiced by a familiar voice who we've mentioned on the podcast numerous times, Brooke Dillman, who we probably know best as Ginny, who is Tina's Thundergirls troop leader.
1: Oh, love.
0: But Brooke Dillman, every time I bring her up, I tell you that she is... Pam's landlady from The Office. I
1: love her. That
0: Pam hooks up with Michael, and he's so mean to her, but Brooke Dillman is so lovely and so funny. And then Larry Murphy did the voice of Alex's dad.
1: Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. They nailed the character design of this mom. She is like the mommiest mom I've ever seen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And... Her in the middle of the night with a carton of ice cream. Yep. Same. Same girl.
1: Same girl. My favorite line of hers, would you like to know? Mm Mm-hmm. Gene falls asleep. He wakes up. What does he say?
0: Oh, let's just play the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. Mom smell, dad smell. Aoli, Rachel Ray, Luke Cage. Good morning, boys. It's morning. I fell asleep. Oh, do you say that every morning? That's cute. It's I just great. thought it was so sweet. Yeah, such a great moment.
1: So let's talk about the B story quickly. Linda and Bob both think each of them is the snoring culprit. How how do you like the B story?
0: Uh, it's I, I love it. I feel like this is something that any couple can relate to.
1: Yeah.
0: Are, are you looking at me? <laughs> I snore. I snore a lot.
1: He does snore.
0: I wake you up so much with my snoring.
1: I know. But I feel bad because like you're sleeping so deeply and that's like so lovely. But sometimes I'm like, well, maybe my sleep matters too and I have to like be like yourself. Do snoring. I stop when you nudge me yes, though? Okay, you do. good.
0: Then you can always nudge me. I want you to know that. Don't worry about my deep sleep. I'll I'll get right back into it. Yeah. I sleep pretty well.
1: Do you want to tell people about my baby snores when I'm falling asleep at, when we're watching something? Yeah,
0: you wake yourself up. <laughs> But your mom does that too. I've noticed when we're like watching stuff and your mom's like, we're hanging with your mom. It's
1: But it's one of those things. So I'll just be, you know, I'm like sitting up because we're watching TV because that's how I fall asleep. And I'll just be like, and I'll like wake myself up. And it's something that, you know, so an- annoys me about my mom. And now I do that. And it's really like, no matter how hard you try, you, you will be your parents, in in some sense.
0: Yeah, there's certain things you can't avoid.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And the farting too. We get a little sleep toot. And if you want to tell the sleep toot story, I will allow it. <laughs> Cuz we're what? all we're all human. We're
1: all human. We're and, all human. <laughs> and we all watch Bob's Burgers, so I think everyone can appreciate fart humor. So, I might do little baby snores before I go to bed. Let me be clear, Max is like the least tootie person i've ever met in my life but sometimes in the morning he does a gentle toot when he's still asleep (laughs) and it scares the living bejesus out of biscuit
0: yeah well because biscuit first of all this is not like a tuba it is (laughs) like a little right an air
1: puff like a
0: but Biscuit is down in that area, typically. That's where he sleeps. Yep. And uh, it it scares him.
1: It scares him. He gets so scared, and he has to like come all the way up to me and has me hold him. He doesn't know what it is, and that's like the scariest thing. To be fair, his own farts scare him very much, too. Yeah, he
0: doesn't like his own farts, which he rarely does, too.
1: Yeah. Maybe so, that's why,
0: because it's so rare that it happens.
1: He's like, what just came out of my butt? I don't like it. And he tries to run away from it. Yeah,
0: it's really cute, actually. Yeah, it's if it, cute if it doesn't stink. Yep. Anyway, that is my toot story. My morning toot story. My sleep toot story, I call it.
1: Your the sleep, sleep, yes. The
0: sleep toots. Yes. Uh, who else out there sleep toots? Come on, solidarity, <laughs> support me here. I only really have like one more thing to share if we want to get any the end credits after this.
1: Let's do that, unless you want. I think we need to have kind of an improv alert franchise on this podcast because H. John Benjamin and Larry Murphy are back at it again improving on this show.
0: Yeah, I think anytime there's a Bob Teddy scene, those two just have so much fun. Should we just play that clip? Let's do it. Okay. Um, I, I guess I could stay for another minute. All right, have a seat. Yeah, You can have that seat, and I'll sit over here. Oh, that's, uh, right. that's, exactly. that's a firm couch.
1: Uh, well, it doesn't get used a ton. What, put a cushion down. Hold on. There's a little cat fur on this pillow. Who
0: got a cat around here? Not me. Uh,
1: yeah. Where'd that's, that cat fur come that's
0: from? That's what happens uh, when you get pillows off the street. Hey, you're going <laughs> out a perfectly good pillow. Yeah. Uh, how's that? That better? Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Is that good. good? Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, How was your day at work? Well, it was was a good day, and then it was this. Mm. Sting? It does. Want to listen to Sting? Oh, well, I'm Mm. definitely going to go now. Okay.
1: I love those, (laughs) too. Me,
0: too. I could listen to just, like, whatever hours they have of the stuff that didn't make the cut.
1: Well, perfect segue. I am going to spoil a Skylar Sides for you, but I found some hidden improv from those two that we haven't listened to. So Skylar Sides next week will be some extended improv. Oh,
0: I cannot wait for that. Yep. That's so fun. My last thing I want to say is I got this from fandom where we get a lot of our information from, so I don't know how accurate it is, but I really trust these diehard Bob's Burgers fans. So Tina at the end compares Jean's sleepover experience to her second, fourth, and fifth kisses. (laughs) I miss this. According to the series, okay. that is referring to her kiss with Josh
1: uh-huh.
0: in Linda Pendant Woman. Yes. And both her kisses with Jordan Kagan in The Landship. Out of these five, they're the only ones that aren't with Jimmy Pesto Jr. Oh. So, so
1: not the real deal.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know how accurate, if that's what the writers meant to do, or if that was just for the joke. Right. I think it was for the joke. Right. But I do love when the fans get that... Serious about it. Should we get into the end credits? Let's do it. Okay. The last moment before the end credits is Gene has returned from his sleepover, and no one is more happy about it than Linda.
1: Mama Linda.
0: It was bad, then really bad, then wet, then suspenseful, and then it was over. Like my second, fourth, and fifth kisses. Mm -mm. Well, you did it. (laughs) Now you never have to sleep outside the house again. Not when you go to college, or when you graduate college, or even when you get married. Yay! I love you, Mom. I love you. Does anyone else feel like a third wheel? A little bit. Let's throw stuff at them. Oh, yeah. Uh.
1: needed this song when i was a kid
0: yeah i, I needed did too. it i did too uh what happens what are we doing dealing with in the end credits here
1: we have the classic kitchen sequence tina louise bob are prepping and then alex and Jean hop in dancing to this song in their trash bag sleeping bags all the way around their heads like little caterpillars
0: it's adorable i'm gonna go to bed alone because i hate sleep. They do a little bit of dancing, the two of them. Chicken arms. Yeah, in their trash bags, sleeping bags. And then they eventually take the sleeping bags off and continue to do all sorts of dance moves while the family behind them is just doing what they normally do. But the, the,
1: the timing of them taking off the trash bags is great because it says, Get me out of here. And they get out of the trash bags.
0: Yeah. Lots of elbow flinging. There's lots of elbow dancing. So
1: much. Let's go
0: We get a new visitor.
1: Donut is here, and he really smartly goes to Bob.
0: And Gene uh, and Alex are doing dance moves, and they do that thing where they, they hold hands and they do like the arm. The wave. What do you call it? Yeah, like the, the arm the wave. Like the, the arm wave. wave. Kind of, yeah, like the snake thing. Yeah. It's a great move. <laughs> So for two of those like sleepovers, Alex does his like hands stops with his hands out
1: and puts his foot out. It's like his move.
0: Yeah. And then Gene does it for the next sleepovers. Yeah. And then they just like dance and we keep hearing the song as we go to the end card. Yep. Do you want the lyrics to sleepovers?
1: That's what I want. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't want to leave home because I hate sleepovers, sleepovers. I'm going to go to bed alone because I hate sleepovers. Amen. Get me out of here. These sheets smell weird. Mm-hmm. Let's call my dad
1: mm-hmm. and have
0: him pick me up right now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm finished. I'm out. I'm done because I hate sleepovers. Okay, it was kind of fun, but I still hate sleepovers. Yes. Phenomenal songwriting, as always.
1: As always. This song elevates these credits for me significantly.
0: I agree. It's as, all about the song. As uh, the songs and the end credits often do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Should we just go jump into scoring them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're hungry. Feed, no, feed I, Skylar.
1: I feel like everybody thinks I can't properly feed myself, but I can't. I feel
0: like everyone thinks that I don't let you eat until we're done recording. I
1: had a snack before we snarted. Snar- <laughs> I'm hungry. Okay.
0: Okay. We score <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's. I'm
1: going to give this an 8.5.
0: That's what I was going to give it.
1: It's just Perfect. really solid 8.5 material. If there wasn't a song, I don't even want to go there.
0: Yeah, the song elevates it for me. A little donut appearance elevates it for me. Yes. Um, but it really is just like the feel-goodness of the song and also how much I can relate to the lyrics.
1: Ex- exactly. I didn't mention
0: this as we were talking about sleepovers, but like uh-huh. I can't imagine like all the sleepovers I did as a kid, doing that as an adult. I hate not sleeping in my own home, in my own bed. No. Even when it's like in a fancy hotel, after like a few nights, I'm like, I, I just my want my own bed so badly.
1: We've just spent so much time perfecting our bed and it's like wonderful. Yeah. One thing that I do like about the credits is that I like that this ends on a happy note for this friendship because it was a little rough going
0: yeah, I, there I agree, and bit. we know it ends up being a really good friendship, and I like to think that this is Alex spending the night at Gene's house, these end credits. Yeah,
1: Gene no, deserves the comfort of his mom and Yeah, and ben. also for
0: Alex, like, who is, his mom, his parents are so strict about what he eats, gets to come, like, sleep oh. over at a burger restaurant with fries stuff. Are you stuff? Oh,
1: kidding me? It's gonna be heaven for him. You know there's ice cream in that oh, freezer. Of, of course. I have to tell you one funny, like, kid food story. Um, when I was on jury duty we went to Shake Shack together and we were like waiting for our burgers and I was eavesdropping on this mom and daughter, maybe nine years old and her nine year old friend and the mom leans over and goes is your mom going to be so mad that I let you have a burger and the way the mom said it was so devious, I was like oh you go Diane. Oh
0: I love you Diane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are the end credits to Cheer Up Sleepy Jean. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you're following us on social media, all of them, wherever, at Bob's Credits. Leave us a review. You can tell me to feed Skylar in the review. That's fine, (laughs) uh, as long as it's a kind review, if you love (laughs) us. And uh, what else, Skylar? What do you want to say before we get out of here?
1: Uh... Stay sleepy, Jean.
0: Oh, I love that. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's get you fed because it's like you slept over at Alex's mom's house.
1: Exactly. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.